0: that's what it is excited about tonight oh absolutely absolutely got the man himself on here thank you guys so much uh for just coming on and and listening tonight let me get let me make sure i get my camera right because i got the man himself on here tonight wayne you know, from day one, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a second. OK, so listen, this is the Understanding a Man podcast. I want to thank everybody that just uh, took, took some time to listen in. And of course, you can follow us on Anchor and all of the platforms that exist out there. You can Follow under ElamBKing.com as well. Elam B. King on all platforms on YouTube. If you want to go and take a look at the video of what we're doing right now, make sure you go over to YouTube. And uh you can probably see it on Spotify as well. But I am uh this is Elam B. King, and I'm excited tonight. Oh man. Uh I I listen, I got a mentor on the on the line tonight, you know. I got <laughs> I got a mentor on the line, uh, somebody who's who's uh you know a part of what's on my vision board sitting over there, right? Uh and I had a chance to uh meet this individual. November of last year um, I went to a a retreat and I went to go speak and I ended up getting spoken to that's what I like to say and uh, this individual was one of the first people uh, first persons that was able to speak that evening and then afterwards we just branched off and been staying connected and a couple of podcasts and then he wants to go take it to the next level of Uh, just walking inside of what his purpose is. And so I'm going to step out of the way and allow him to introduce himself. But I want to tell you guys that I have been impressed from the very first time that I heard this person talk. And I'm not impressed that that, that easily, particularly when it comes to levels of leadership. And so I had a chance to, uh, I'd probably say, In the first three to five minutes, I was just like, okay, let me get my notes out. And, uh, you know, pay attention to what he had to say. So I'm going to step out the way for a moment, allow him to introduce himself, and then we're going to kind of rock forward uh, from there. So I want to introduce to some and present to others uh, running for uh, the – the the uh, the spot in detroit and i you know hey listen if you are in detroit i need you to vote for this person okay i want to fully endorse this individual who's coming on stage right now so i want to introduce mr marvin cotton jr what's going on sir
1: how you doing how you doing my brother elon king hey very honored to be here. Um, <laughs> we always have some great conversations. Right. I wish we can actually have all of our conversations, even phone conversations, recorded because we're down through there. Um, right. As you said, my name is Marvin Cotton Jr., and I met Elam King at a retreat where we both were uh, facilitators. We were going to, um, you know, speak um, to um, other men that that needed to you know work themselves through some things but what we found was even the facilitators uh, we were helping each other get work through things yes, that we had going on in our lives and, yes, and just better positioning us um to really take advantage of the opportunities in front of us um you know at that time the things that i'm doing right now um uh, i didn't i didn't think they would come as fast as they have. Mm-hmm. Um, as he alluded to, I am running for um, Michigan State Representative in the 11th House District, uh, which covers a part of Detroit, okay. um, Harper Woods, the city of Harper Woods, as well as about 80% of the city of St. Clair Shores. Okay. Um, so, you know, that retreat was very special in that it may have even helped me get here even faster. Right um the things we talked about i wish we had our all of our conversations recorded right. we were um, missing we yeah, listen we're, we're missing like ronnie
0: bobby Ricky and mike like we're missing we're,
1: we're missing. absolutely it's,
0: it's about four or five of us that like we just clicked up that night and simply because of the energy and you set that off with 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 with, with your story and i want to um take a moment and if you can give because we 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 got to do this, all right. I want to give. I want to set the stage before we go into a little bit more about you and what you're what what you're doing, right? I want to set the stage of just who you are and what your background is. If you can give us your elevator version, because uh, we can take your story and go for the next like five hours. <laughs> so I want you, if you could take a moment and just give us what what you know your background uh, of of where you're from, and I want you to kind of wrap it around with why are you even in this space of running? You know, how dare you, based upon your story? That's what I want to say. How dare you do what you're doing right now based
1: upon your story? So, talk to us about what that looks like. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, I was born and raised in Detroit. Um, I was not only born and raised uh, in Detroit, I was born and raised in the hood. Um, in the streets. And uh, when I was 21 years old, um, I was falsely arrested and wrongfully convicted of first degree murder and felony firearm. Mm. I spent 19 years, seven months and 12 days in prison for a crime that I didn't commit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people can't fathom um, that. And, and, and I spent 49% of my life in prison. So I spent essentially oh. half of my life uh, in prison. You know, I went in at 21 and I got out at 40. Ooh, you see? So 22 appeals later, um, eventually the prosecutor office um, developed a unit called the Conviction Integrity Unit. The Conviction Integrity Unit, they reopened my case. They reinvestigated my case from beginning to end, and they took the lead on getting me out of prison. Now, this is almost unheard of. Uh, yeah. the prosecutor's office, um, taking the lead on getting somebody out of prison. Um, but this is exactly what happened to me. So I've been out now um uh, since October 1st, 2020. Right. So I haven't been out a whole two years yet. I was about
0: to say, so this we're not even inside okay, yeah, yeah. We're not even yeah. inside of two years. So it how dare how dare you want to go and get into the community?
1: What well, well when when I got out, uh Elam, um, you know, when you go on 20 years. Mm -hmm. that's a lifetime a lot of stuff has happened a lot of things have changed um but one of the things that hit me the hardest was when I got out and I seen the condition of the community okay when I seen how things were um that time that I planned on taking getting myself together I didn't take I jumped straight into the fight and got involved okay Uh, I started volunteering my time uh, with different organizations that was, you know, helping the community, um, uh, volunteering, lending my voice and my story, um, okay. see see what I can do in order to help and inspire and help people get through what they're going through. I end up starting my own business called Better Not Broken LLC, okay, uh, which I do motivational speaking as well as. Oh, um, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you do something like that? How dare you? <laughs> and, and, and community organizing. Um, mm-hmm. I love to give, to help organize resources for underserved communities. Um, that's my passion. That's what I do. But mm. when i seen the conditions of the community, the neighborhood, um, the, the violence, the the lack of um, men stepping up um, um, to help solve the problems, right. um, I jumped in here first. Okay. Um, but one thing that I learned was, um, you know, I, I have this amazing story that, that's not easy um, to get. Right, um, and a lot of people that's in positions of power, um, they love taking pictures with me and hearing my story. Right. Even some of them have cried with me. Right, but when I present to them, this is what we can do to solve this problem or that problem or this okay. problem. Okay, they wasn't they wasn't moved to make the move that was necessary. So, so, I got tired of. I got to the point where I'm begging and begging to get certain things done, okay. um, and I'm tired of begging. From this side of the table so i figure i just walk around on the other side of the table and take okay the seat and get it done myself <laughs> wait what'd you say sir and see that was a whole nugget by itself
0: right you what would you say you were tired of what side of the table come on yeah, help I'm, me I'm, with that
1: i'm tired of begging on this side of the mm-hmm. table uh, when i can just walk around on the other side and take a seat And get it done. Okay.
0: All right. Listen, you sound real good, man, in saying something like that. But here's the thing: I don't know. You know, I have a walk that I'm doing with 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 my relationship with God right now, right? And so, you know, I I don't I I don't know how you navigate it through before we even get into what 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 your space is for the community, because you know, people can come on here and say certain things of what they're going to do or whatever. And we're, we're going to get into that, but I don't understand. How are you not bitter? How did you become better in the situation? So let's be very clear.
1: You were wrongfully accused and you did how long? 19 years, seven months, 12 days.
0: I don't care if you said 19 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen days, nineteen months. You said nineteen years. And you know what was that movie when that lady? It was. I think it was, it was. called Double Jeopardy when she knew she didn't kill the guy and she was like running around or whatever and whatever. And somebody was like, you know, like that's that's pure hate of uh, the reason why that she's she was trying to do her time and get out so she could be revengeful. Right. I'm. I'm going to say I I would have to evolve through that thought process. Sir, I don't understand. How are you coming out of here and not being bitter after 19 years?
1: A, a couple of things. Um I always tell people that the bitter people, the bitter innocent people um are still in prison. Okay? Because they can't see through their bitterness to even get to the truth. Okay? Um, if you, you can become consumed with bitterness, you can become consumed with anger, you can become consumed with not forgiving, which will prevent you from seeing the things that you need to see in order to free yourself. Mm. So I left all of that in prison. You know, I okay. dealt with it. You know, I'm not saying that I didn't have to face and deal with things because I did have to face and deal with things. Okay. Uh, but I actually dealt with it. Um, And and it's still a process, but I have absolutely no anger or bitterness in me. Um, It's impossible to help people with the same hands um, that is tainted by bitterness and anger. Mm. It's impossible because even when you do your best job, the fingerprints of that will still be on your work. Um, And I have a deep desire to to help people and to do things and to leave a legacy of positivity. And if I carry that bitterness and anger with me, everything I touch is going to have that on it.
0: You know, what? I don't want to quote him wrong. I was listening to Pastor um, Pastor Mike McClure about uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not going to say it the way that he said it. So I hate that I don't have the exact words. But he basically said, like, when you lead into something with hate, right, or with, like, bitterness... Your end result, like you're still gonna be bitter. If you lead into it with like vengeance and you know hate or whatever case, I'm not saying it the way that he said it, but the what what I gleaned from what he said is that when you lean into it with that and it sounds like that you didn't do that, I'm gonna take a moment and say, like that's amazing because I don't know whether I have that level of maturity.
1: See, and, see mm-hmm. when God, when God is working on you, right? OK, um, we usually don't pick our experiences on how God going to take us to the next level. OK, All right. you know, we, we do... have Bible study. Listen, okay. um... listen, listen, we we don't usually pick our experiences. OK, so you don't you can't say that what you wouldn't do or you can't imagine it because right. when God gets you in that type of environment and get to working on you, mm. he'll pull the very best out of you. Um. um now, I understand when people say that. Because it's not natural to go through what I went through, you know, being innocent and then being locked away. Right. Um, um, You know, that's not natural. So you can't even develop a natural pattern of wrapping your mind around it. Right. But when God puts you in an environment like that and start working on you, not only is he working on you, he's working on your your sight of seeing it as well.
0: Okay, I need to bring the microphone. I need to sit back. Okay. I, I, go go ahead sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: So 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 you uh, know, although my experience has been heavy um and 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 even torturous, you know, you know, prison prison is a volatile environment. It's, it's it's a it's it's a very violent environment. It's a a very unhappy and purposefully um set up to be so, um as well as set up to be limiting. and and all of those things so I'm not saying um, that I was skipping through prison um, and and just you know happy I wasn't but I used that time to work on myself develop myself develop some discipline learn some things and now I'm using it
0: so that leads me to my next question so even on top of all that, that okay that sounds good okay so Why are you running? Even inside of, I know you you had a chance to like collect yourself and, and and, and I'm I'm telling you, you are an an honest course. And I am, I don't even think I'm college prep where you are right now. Like I'm like, I'm a little bit behind that. Right. So I would say that, you know, why are you running in in, for for office right now? And, And clarify again, just to make sure that the listeners know what districts are you running for? And then let us know why are you running?
1: Well, I'm running for state representative, mm-hmm. Michigan state representative in the 11th House District, which is part of the East Side of Detroit, Harper Woods, and St. Clair Shores. Right. Um, you've been on this planet for a little while, just right. a little while, okay. and you know that there's not a voice like mine anywhere in politics, nowhere in politics. Right.
0: I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going born to
1: be Born and raised poor, raised by a single mother. Um, went to prison for something that I didn't do, um, um, got out and living a completely different type of life by being a community organizer um, and, and, and working with law enforcement at every level from, from um, um, top executive offices all the way down to police training on how to um, help them um, better interact with the community, as well as right. how to help the community better interact with police officers. Somebody right. that was set up by police officers.
0: Right. Ooh.
1: So there's not a voice like mine in politics um, that, that can look at life holistically from the different lived experiences that I've been through. I right. think a voice like mine is absolutely necessary right. to, to, to be in the room where laws are being crafted and voted on in the name of the people.
0: Okay. Marvin Cotton, y'all, I, I need you to look on the ballot for Marvin Cotton Jr. If you are in Detroit, state representative, this man right here, his story is crazy. I, I, you know, I, I, I guess I have a humble endorsement. Um, that I can even just share. If you are a listener or have somebody that you know of um, that's in Detroit, state representative Marvin Cotton Jr., story is absolutely crazy. Marvin, I want to go, to because I know that you got to run. Uh, I know, you, you, know you, 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 you like a couple of days before, because voting is when, sir?
1: August 2nd.
0: August, August 2nd.
1: August 2nd, Tuesday.
0: Tuesday, August 2nd, to vote for Marvin Cotton Jr., Okay.
1: Absolutely. So and so and I know I know you have listeners all over all over the United States. Right. And I know I know that you're based um in Atlanta. And I know right. that, you know Atlanta and Detroit had this um this relationship to where you know Atlanta is like, right, right, like right. almost almost in our backyard. That, right. that you, know, <laughs> you go to Atlanta, you're gonna see somebody from Detroit. You come to Detroit, right. you're gonna see somebody from Atlanta. That's
0: where that's word. So,
1: so so any of your viewers um that know anybody that lives in Detroit or in Harper Woods or in St. Clair Shores, um, you know post um post something, tag them in it, you know, reach out to them, let them know that I'm running. Um, right. and, and do your research on me, do your research on me. Everything that we talk about, um, I'm about that. Um, you know, the things that I say I'm doing, I am actually doing those things.
0: So give me the elevator version. I need you to give me the, the, the the minute, minute and a half version. Why should someone vote for Marvin Cotton Jr. on Tuesday in Detroit for state representative? Why should somebody vote for Marvin Cotton Jr.?
1: Um, I believe that my lived experience has prepared me for this particular moment. Um, You know, due to um, the suffering um, that I endured, I have a very uh, I'm super and ultra sensitive to anybody suffering so whether it's a um a vet a veteran um that's suffering because they're not getting what they need from the government or um people that's dealing with housing issues you have those that have you know served their time and they're not able to get housing because they have a felony you know they're not able to get a job because they have a felony i'm very sensitive to people that's suffering and are and the government is not doing what it needs to do in order to help them move ahead um it's not up to the government to solve every problem i understand right. that. um you right. know huge government that's really stepping in the way of things that they shouldn't be in the way of um but problems that are too big for people individuals to solve then the government has to step in and and put together a system and programs in order to help people get over that hump um okay. so i believe that i'm I'm the best person for the job because I don't want to see anyone suffer. I really want to help people. I believe in um, um care over criminalization. Um, I don't think people should be sent to prison for just every little reason. Um, if you know, addiction is a sickness, then there should be there should be more money allocated to deal with those things. Um, uh, we destroy almost an entire generation of people with the war on drugs. Um okay. where you know, black and brown and poor whites were sent to prison uh, for crack cocaine um and and more affluent um uh, people in this country receive less less time for um, uh, soft cocaine, if you will. Um, so mm-hmm. I believe in care over criminalization and um uh, programming in the schools, social workers in the school, not the social workers that are paper pushers, but I'm talking about real social workers that's actually. Um, um, helping calm the classroom so that the teachers can do their job. Um, I do a lot of motivational speaking in high schools and middle schools and even juvenile facilities as well as um, in colleges and law, and law schools. But when I'm in the, the high schools and the middle schools and elementary schools, okay. sometimes the classrooms are so disruptive that the okay. teachers can't do their job. Okay, You need to bring in the professionals, make sure that there's money there to bring in the professionals to kind of calm the classroom so that the teachers okay. can do their job. We also need more social work and money for it um, in police departments. Every okay. call doesn't mean that there has to be force or uh, a police intervention. Okay, There may be somebody in crisis. Um, we know that throughout this country, we're seeing um, you know people lose their lives um, when the original call isn't a call that the police should even be responding to. Um, if we have more eyes and boots on the ground when it comes to social workers, a lot of that can be eliminated. We can get the people the real help that they need. I, I got a question, sir, because you, you, you know what?
0: If I had to take a moment and say, you don't sound like a politician. But you might sound like a politician. <laughs> so. If I had to ask you this, I don't see the reason why I need to vote. Because you're not really touching me, or I don't know that you're touching me. Right? So why do I need to go vote? I, I'm registered to vote. I can go vote, but I just don't really I don't understand the local reasons why y'all all say that I'm gonna do this. Listen, and I'm-
1: I, I, I know where you're going, and, and, on, and I, run, I run into this daily. <clears throat> okay, uh, people, people that just don't want to engage in politics, but every time you hit a pothole, mm-hmm. that's politics. Every time your child goes to school, what they learn, how they learn it, the type of teachers they're interacting with, what the teachers get paid, okay. politics. What you spend at the grocery store, politics. What you bring home from work politics see there's decisions being made in state houses throughout the country every day laws are being passed things are being funded every day now it's impossible for anyone to talk about every single issue so we usually focus on the ones that we are passionate about ones that we are very knowledgeable about there's going to be other politicians that introduce bills on the floor you know, uh-huh. and either I'm gonna vote for it or I'm not. Either I'm gonna challenge it or I'm not. But there's many uh-huh. issues. If you don't engage in politics, it don't mean politics is not going to be a part of your everyday life. You right. not engaging in it just takes your power away from the politics that's being played all around you. Okay.
0: So bring me bring me home in 30 seconds, sir. Why why should I, why should Marvin Cotton? Why I see his name on there? I know of him. Story is 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 good. I can kind of like. Why am I going to vote for Marvin Cotton Jr. on Tuesday?
1: I am not a politician. Um, I ha- I haven't learned through experience how to get the job done wrong. Um, I don't have a political mother or father. Um, I am new to this arena, but I am not new to life. Um, I know the things that needs to be done. I don't bend. I don't break. I'm ready to work for the people. I'm ready to um, embody the very voices of the 90,000 people in this district as well as in the state Mm. that I'm from and take that to Lansing, Michigan with me where the Capitol is at and fight. I'm ready to take the bumps and the bruises. Uh, I'm ready to get some real things done. I'm ready to reach across the aisle and get some things done. People don't elect um, our officials to just continue to fight and never get anything done while they're suffering with real problems. I'm ready to work with whoever really ready to get some things done for the people.
0: Come on, sir. Come on, sir. Oh, listen. Uh, I, I think that this is our first uh, understanding a man podcast with a um, it, it looking inside of the political space. Right. And looking inside of just someone looking to make an impact on the, we'll say the gubernatorial level. Right. And I really appreciate, I, I'm telling you, man, I can't say more than from day one, from the very first three or five minutes that I met you, you have been a hundred and uh great conversation. Every time that, every time we talk, we can hit record. <laughs> every, <laughs> time,
1: every
0: time, like, We would get on the phone good. like, man, that was a good, that was a great conversation. That's um, great story. <laughs> and if that's a, a if that is a microcosm of what's going on in your brain and how you're looking to progress forward inside of your community, inside of Detroit, um, and and Marvin Cotton Jr. taking this thing to the streets and really with with the backbone that was built in a manner that many would not be able to handle, if that is... Uh, an example of the strength that you have to move forward into our community, man, I'm excited. You're out there, man. And I, I want to thank you. I, I, I want to be from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? So all my D, all my D people uh, make sure uh, Marvin Conn Jr. Where can they follow you? Where can they see you? Where are you going to be over the next couple of days? What you going to do? Cause I know the last couple of days before a campaign, you'd be out and about doing whatever, as we wrap up, where can they
1: find you? Um, uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Marvin Cotton Jr. Uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, the underscore real underscore FMC. So yeah, T-H-E underscore real R-E-A-L underscore FMC. Um, and also uh, Better Not Broken um, is my Facebook uh, business page. So you can always check me out on that. Um, and, and where I'll be over the next couple of days, for the last few months, yes, I've been sir. out on the streets. I've been knocking doors. Um, I'm in the district, talking to the people, um, trying to talk to all ninety thousand of them, um, and 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 it's very grueling. Um, it's hard on your body, um, but I love it. It's an initiation. If you really want to carry people's voices, you got to go through the initiation to be able to do so. So if you want to find me, come out there and help me talk to the people.
0: Marvin Cotton Jr. District. L- Eleven. Eleven. Okay. I had it. Okay. This is eleven. Um and in between what the what are those cities in between?
1: Um, you have part of the east side of Detroit.
0: Okay, Harper east side of Woods, Detroit and Harper Woods. Um, and
1: St. Clair Shores.
0: And St. Clair Shores. Okay. Harper if
1: you know, Woods. If you know anybody on, on the east side of Detroit, Harper Woods, um or, or St. Clair Shores, reach out to them, tell them my name tell them to do their research, tell them that um, after they do their research, they'd be more than a voter. I'm sure they'd be a real big supporter.
0: Right. Okay. And if anybody wanted to make any, any um, capital donations towards your campaign, is there a cash app? Is there somewhere where they can, if they wanted to make a donation, what does that look like? Marvin Cotton Jr.
1: Um, I have an act blue um, account, um, so um, they could reach out to me, and I send them the Act Blue account, which is a, um, an encrypted uh, link um, to where they'd be very protected. Their information to be protected. Um, Democrats use it all over the country, from presidential races all the way down um, to local races. So it's a very uh, secure way um, that Democrats raise money.
0: so what's the website?
1: wwwcotton 4 <laughs> Rep. So you have uh, okay. cotton c o t t o n f o r m i state rep dot com.
0: Okay, and we will make sure that we have that up on here. And I, here's my thing, <sighs> Marvin Cotton Jr. Thank you for what you do. Um, I, I, I I dare not ask you another question because we'll go another thirty minutes. <laughs> so um, I know you got to run. Um, and you're out here. you probably about to go knock on doors at 947 at night. As as I, try,
1: I, I do work. I do work into the evening, but I, I try not to knock on anybody's doors at almost 10 o'clock. Absolutely. <laughs> I, want Thank you to so vote, I want to vote for me, not make a police report. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, Marvin. I, and listen, I got to come out there, dude. We're we going we gonna to talk offline because, I you know, you got you got some projects you got a book on the way okay we won't we won't talk about that'll be the next after tuesday i'll be after back. you're elected I'll we're gonna back. talk about that yeah we got some some other stuff thank you all so much for joining this is the understanding a man podcast super excited to be here with guest mr marvin cotton jr if you are in district 11 inside of detroit i ask that you just reach out and click the marvin cotton jr button on tuesday when you go out to vote uh and if you, you you need to dial back to why that's important go back about maybe a couple of minutes and you can hear that and uh Marvin we're gonna look for the after we're gonna have a part two conversation here after you win district 11 absolutely i'll be back all right man talk to you soon sir appreciate you
1: thank you bro